He went, I'm done. My list is shameful and I can't read numbers. Or add or subtract. Welcome to Pulp Fliction, the top five podcast where we count down top five anything and everything. Name a list. And we will count it down if it's movie or TV show related. This week we are tackling, in honor of Creed coming out, our top five sports movies of all time. This should be a fun and exciting list. <laughs> should be. Uh, I, I will say, I'm going to throw it out there, my only stipulation was that I did not include martial arts movies. Yep, that was mine as was well. Was it yours as well? Because yep. I'm like, that. I mean, because I thought about like Karate Kid. Or uh, any Bruce sport. Lee movies or blood sport, uh, anything like that, and I felt <laughs> Jacob must uh, go ahead, keep talking. Uh, like okay, Bruce Lee movies. Okay, it's, those it's are tournaments, show. though, right? I mean, I, I didn't think about blood sport because it was a stupid movie, but uh, but you know, the dragon that is a darn good movie, and technically it is a tournament. It is a movie, but I just felt like those were fighting. I feel like martial arts movies are like a whole genre I, to themselves. I agree with that. But if you include them, that's cool. That was my own personal stipulation. But then, what about a movie like Warrior? Then, and I, Warrior didn't make my top my my top five, but it's in my honorable mentions. It's I mean, in how's mine that any, too. How's that's that weird, any, and that should be different? the same thing. So, because that felt more like a rock or like a boxing movie to me, even though it's mixed martial arts. It felt like a box. But it's movie mixed. So well, it's for the most part, I'm with you, though. Like it's, okay. it's martial arts movies with an asterisk next to it. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't include any movies with really sucky sports that don't count. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that was another golf one of mine. Or like, whoa. whoa. Well, golf, is whoa. Like <laughs> golf is a sport. Pool is not a sport. That's why I didn't include Pool the color of money. I also yeah. didn't include uh, like auto racing. I or horse count, racing, or horse, or horse ra- racing, like Sea Biscuit, or, yeah, or Days of Thunder. I've always had a Rush. hard time with like horses and racing, horse racing and car racing, whatever. Yeah. Motor racing is a sport. Yeah, it's not a sport; it's a skill, I guess. But I want to call it a sport. <laughs> it's definitely a skill. It's like, but, but, it's like, but, that, but that animal. It's like, but it's an animal. They're the ones. Yeah, the animals. Being. Yeah, I'm like, well, the animal's great. Or like the car is great. Yeah, Good an job animal gets hurt motor. and you shoot it. You don't shoot the basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> Although some people are wanting to shoot Kobe this year. Uh, all right, here we go. Our top five favorite sports movies of all time. And I'm just my other stipulation was that Space Jam had to be on all three of our list. And if it's not, then you're disqualified from this discussion. It's not on my list. Jacob, you're never think about it. <laughs> you didn't think about I didn't it. Think uh... about it. It's not on my list, but I did definitely think about it. It's not even on your list. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> Jacob, your number five favorite sports movie of all time. Uh, all right. Well, my number five is The Natural. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure Rachel Robert. hasn't seen it because nope. it's a great movie. Sure really? haven't. I don't like watching good movies. Do you know much about? Uh, <laughs> do you know much about the story at all? Uh. I know I've read about it at some point, but no, I don't. <laughs> well, it's basically okay. So here's, <laughs> no, how, here's how IMDb describes it: It's an unknown, com- uh, an unknown comes out of a seemingly nowhere, comes out of seemingly nowhere <laughs> to become a legendary player with almost divine talent, which is kind of true. It's starring Robert Redford. Okay, uh, here's the here's the stupid question. I don't like are how you, that even wor- is worded. Are, nah. you, are you ready for the stupid question? Because they didn't cover it in the description. I thought they would. It's about baseball, right? It's about baseball. Okay, that's yeah. what I know about the Naturals. <laughs> so it's basically we have Robert Redford where he was supposed to be like, he was going to be one of the greatest, and then something tra- tra- tragic happens, 
and he disappears for years mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he shows up at the age of like 35 40 something like that it's been a, it's been a while since i've uh, seen it and he let's just say when they finally put him in the game he just starts hitting ball out there ball out of the park and then becomes like he's a and it's 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 also one of those baseball stories where the team sucks, and then as he inspires them back to greatness and that sort of thing. But it's more so kind of like his will to be the greatest that he was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, you also have uh, actors in it, such as Robert Duvall, Glenn yeah, Close. Him, yeah. Actually, one of the rare times I feel I, th I thought uh, Glenn Close was attractive. Yeah, so I would agree. That she usually movie. looks like a man, but in this, she was good. She was yeah. kind of sexy. Uh, Kim Basinger. Uh, this She's is when she was sexy. really young. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, this just came out in 1984. Uh, Wilford Brimley, who was the also manager really sexy of the, uh, <laughs> of the team, and I mean he's just kind of a fun character, and that you know he he's really kind of I don't know kind of like old crabby old manager guy Kermugini. who's like yeah Kermudgeny who's like you know Hobbs like go sit down you're not playing like he's already mad that the uh, that the scouts have brought in this player and they're like mm -hmm. look just give him a shot and he's like no why would I going to play this 35 year old man and then when he finally gives him a chance he just goes out and does what he does and there's some other things that go along with the natural that are really cool as far as baseball goes um, but um, especially say a lot of those ballpark shots where at night and especially that closing scene where he knocks the lights into the the ball into yeah. the, the lights it was just a really memorable moment as far as sports movies in general go I yeah. think and he's running around the bases and like the whole ballpark the electricity is going out it's just a really well shot scene and um Robert Redford's really good in it, really convincing. You can, I mean, it's not overdone. Uh, it's acted really well. It's just a good, solid story, and, and it's a good baseball. It's a great baseball movie. It is a great baseball movie. Yeah. Baseball has a – I'm not a, a big of fan of the They make sport, good movies, But the though. movies are so good. There's yeah. a lot of them. Well, because so much about baseball, you know – I know you all talk a lot about sports, you know, especially basketball. Yeah. But – since it was like, you know, the America's original sport. Right. And it goes back to a lot of, of family yes. and really a lot of, and this is a, it seems to be a theme through a lot of baseball movies are like kind of a father son element, whether yes. it's a manager and a so. player or obviously yeah. like say Field of Dreams, father and son, right. you know, things like that. And there's that element too, where, you know, there's a father son element and, and uh, the natural as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. It's more towards the end of it, but still it's a, it's a key element in the story. Um, and so there's a lot more, I don't know, a lot more family oriented things about it than what I would say about like any given Sunday, which is a bad example, right. but like a lot of other, uh, sports. Yeah, I, agree no, with I that. absolutely agree with that. And like kind of what the, the history of it, the purity of what it was and what it stood for and what it meant to this country. And like you said, to families, I love what baseball's history is. I just don't really love the sport itself, but, but that's why it does translate so well <laughs> to movies. Uh, Rachel, your number five favorite sports movie of all time. Let me preface my entire list by saying this should come as a shock to no one, but I, while I have seen some really like outstanding, well-reviewed, critically acclaimed sports movies, I haven't seen a lot of those. Uh, but since this is my favorites list, I, I, I already all, have an idea what the they're gonna all be. they're all very nostalgic and they're all pretty cheesy. And that's hey, hey it's, it's cool. What I, it's what I like. But I bet you I like about three quarters of them. You're not gonna like my number five. <laughs> All right, what is it? <laughs> it's Thunderstruck. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's All not. Right. It's not a good yeah. movie. Bad start. Let's just say 
I and I recognize it's not that good of a movie, but as yeah. an Oklahoman, now I think that even if you live in Oklahoma, you should see Thunderstruck because it's just really cool to see your city on the big screen because Oklahoma doesn't get love. They don't shoot the films that they shoot in Oklahoma. They don't tell you they're shot in Oklahoma unless it's Twister. Anyone in, in uh, New York or LA right now listening to this is going to be like, you guys are a bunch of chumps. <laughs> hey, I'm admitting up front that if you're outside of Oklahoma, there's unless you just really love Kevin Durant or uh, kids stealing people's basketball abilities, then there's probably no reason for you to watch this movie. But if you are in Oklahoma and you're a Thunder fan and you love Kevin Durant, you really need to see Thunderstruck. Look, are you, you went out of your contract? Huh? Is it the team? You mad at the coach? You want me to talk to the owner? Look, I can't help you if you don't tell me what the problem is. It's none of that, man. Just give me the rocket out the way, switch. Wait. Is it me? It's me, isn't it? You, 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 you sending me a message? I'm not sending you a message, man. I'm in a slump. That's all it is. Slump. You ever seen a slump before? Because that's what I'm in right now. Okay. Slump. Yeah. All right, a slump. A slump. I'm sure Kobe has went 0 for 17, too. Oh, 1 for 17. Correction. 1 for 17. 1. Although the 1 counts as a miss because it bounced off Perkins for it. No, stop, Perkins. Stop being funny. No, I'm not being funny. Nothing funny about this. Let me get this, though. Watch. Yes! 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 You back! You back! Boom. Almost. Work in progress. Work in progress. I, I knew a few people on it. That was really exciting to watch. That's cool. Uh, yeah. And like my said, brother worked on the movie. There you go. Yeah, you, you could see Michael's name in the credits. Yeah. There's little things like that are why it's my number five. Not really because the movie itself is great. Although I will say that as an actor, Kevin Durant is not bad. <laughs> he's for, better than for, Shaq. He's, he, he doesn't make you cringe. Uh-huh. There's no scenes where you're like, oh, this is just really uncomfortable because he's so bad at this. He was uh, channeling his best Kevin Durant. (laughs) He plays Kevin Durant really well. He was born to play that role. (laughs) Um, But as an Oklahoman and a Thunder fan and a Kevin Durant fan, I really enjoyed my time watching. And you didn't mention James Belushi fan. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Hey, I loved, I loved Thunderstrike. I mean, for all the reasons you said. It was cheesy, but it was fun. It was cheesy. It's not a good movie, but it's a lot of fun and it's cute. It is cute and it has a good message. Well and especially if, okay, like, okay, you don't want to watch it. But if you have kids, show them Thunderstruck. Yeah. They'll like it. They'll think it's really cool. Yeah. Or if your kid is like a Cavs fan or a Heat fan, show them Thunderstruck. Maybe you can talk some sense into it. Also, <laughs> question where you went wrong. Yeah. Uh, my number five, good choice, Rachel. Thank don't, you. Don't listen to the haters and don't <laughs> well, listen to the Yankee haters. I'm, not, I'm talking smack on it. And I haven't even seen the movie, so it's not really fair, right? <laughs> my number five favorite... Um, Sports movie of all time is uh, this may be a surprise I don't know but I love this movie Major League. Speaking of great baseball I, movies, I just watched it a couple weeks ago. Did it's you? awesome. I love Major League. It's my here, here's the deal. There's a whole like subgenre of sports comedies, and there's a lot of good yep. ones. The, I, I'll freely admit right now this is the only comedy that made my list. Um, but a lot were in contention. But when I came down to it, I was like, I really think I like Major League the most. It's so funny. Uh, and the pre- <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's just real. It's just well, a really it's funny not over movie. the top. I mean, like it's there's, not. Some, there's some silly elements about it. You know, say like you could really take uh, Wesley Snipes' character and go over Hill, yeah. especially more so um, uh, Dennis Haysbert, yeah, who's uh, Pedro Serrano, yeah. But I mean, it's I not, but, him, it's, but it's still. It's still just enough to to work for me, you know. It's not that yeah. bad as right. to so many other movies that we see now, where it's just over yeah. the top and silly. And it was well done. It's, a, I mean, for what it is, it's an ad, and here's the other thing: it's an adult sports comedy. Whereas you know, a lot of the sports comedies are the Sandlot. Yeah. It was rated R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of adult humor. It's just really funny movie. Charlie Sheen plays the badass. Uh, Ricky Vaughn, Corbin Burnson uh, is is kind of a douche. Uh, Tom Berenger. I mean, I, I thought, this is the first time his name has been mentioned on this show. Uh, he's, yep. our, he's your main character, and he's kind of like a likable, gruff guy. Right. Uh, and, of course, Renee Russo is in it. She was sexy in this. Uh, you got to love Willie Mays Hayes. Uh, it's just a fun movie. And and the whole premise, I love the manager. The manager, James Gammon. Yeah. Yes, he was awesome. Yep. Um, but And then the whole premise of this team is terrible. They're horrible. You got these all these cast of characters. The premise is they suck. She's wanting the, – the owner is this rich uh, billionaire woman. She's wanting to get rid of the team uh, or move them to a new location. So she wants them to actually be the worst they can be so they can move. So she basically gets rid of all her good players and takes in a bunch of crappy players who, of course, these big characters. But then they kind of like find out her plan and rally against her. Rally. Like, F her. Let's win the whole damn thing. Yeah, and and their motivation behind it is a poster board where they could <laughs> slowly peel away pieces of her <laughs> business suit. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just it's a fun movie, and I had this conversation with somebody the other night. Like, what makes eighties movies so much better than movies now? Is that honestly, I think they were filmed really well. They were just, they were especially the comedies, more so the comedies, but they they were filmed so well. And they just never took it too far. Yeah. Uh, you'll have your naked guns, even though that was still a great movie. Yeah. But but even with your, so many of your comedies specifically, they never took it too far. Where you had like, say, you know, would you ever believe that Tom Berenger would be the main character in a comedy right. baseball movie? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I mean, and it works, you know. And this is kind of at the beginning of Charlie Sheen kind of acting like the hot shots type goofy role character. Right. But he didn't take it too far and it works, yeah. you know. It's, it's still believable and yeah. we still recognize with these characters. That's what makes Major League so great, I think. Oh, it's, it's, so the characters are really, really good mm-hmm. in it. It's, it's a really, really fun movie, but like you said, it's well done. What's that shit on your chest? Crisco. Bardol. Vagisil. Any one of them will give you another two to three inches drop on your curveball. Of course, if the umps are watching me close, I just rub a little jalapeno inside my nose, get it running, and if I need to load the ball up a little, just wipe my nose. You put snot on the ball? I haven't got an arm like yours. I gotta put anything on it I can find. Someday you will, too. Uh, Jacob, your number four favorite sports movie of all time. Uh, my number four sports movie is, and this is why I had the asterisks, is The Karate Kid. Nice. Yeah, I mean, cause, yeah. because that, I don't, yeah, it's martial arts, but, you know, when I think of martial arts movie, I think of, yeah, Van Damme and Chuck yeah, Norris yeah, yeah. and Jet Li. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't think that when I think of Ralph Macchio, all I see is the Karate Kid and, and, and uh, Pat Morita uh, in Mr. Miyagi. I yeah. will say that Karate Kid is definitely different 
I I don't wouldn't actually consider it a martial arts movie, even though it is about karate. But I right. mean, this is clearly not a martial arts star that became a actor. Yeah, exactly. This was an actor playing a martial arts. Right. Star. You're gonna tell a... me that that kid did the the, the swan kick on on Johnny? No way, man. No way. <laughs> a lanky like uh, Ralph Macchio. No way. <laughs> no, but that's true. I mean, but but it's a hey. If I were to include. The Karate Kid in my list, it would have made my list. I'll say that. I love, <laughs> love, love The Karate Kid. Yeah, and I mean, I even thought about if we were to do like best, um, since in honor of the Rocky movies, if we did like best best montage scenes, I really think the Karate Kid would have beat out any of the Rocky ones because you're the best. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that's a great montage. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You're the best. Like that whole sequence in there. Yeah. Like, you know, when it finally gets to the, the tournament at the end of the movie, uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. It really goes on for quite a bit of the movie. I'd say yeah. probably about twenty minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty. Yeah, and I mean, and and it never gets old. It's a you know when you have great eighty songs like that, it yeah. just brings it you know brings it home. But uh, you know, it's just a there's so much nostalgia that goes behind the Karate oh, Kid, yeah. and uh, I don't I know very few people who does don't like it. Must make sacred pact. I promise teach karate. That to my part. You promise learn. I say you do. No question. That to your part. Steal? Steal? Yes. First wash all the car. Then wax. Wax. Well, what do I have to wash all the car? Remember, dear. No question. Yeah, but I... Wax on, right hand. Wax off, left hand. Wax on, wax off. Breathe in through nose, out the mouth. Wax on, wax off. Don't forget to breathe. Very important. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Hey, where these cars come from? Wax on. Detroit! Wax off. Well, and again, it, it's a good story. The story is so good. I mean, you have it. You you have to root for for Danielson because he's he's a likable kid, but he's getting picked on by these bullies. And then the relationship between him and Mr. Miyagi, and then you find out more about Mr. Miyagi's another, backstory. Another father son type, very much scenario. so. And there's so many iconic scenes, like them catching the flies uh, with the chopsticks, and of course, yep. wax on, wax off, Up, the, down. The, yeah, <laughs> the swan kick, uh, him fixing his. His injury at them by clapping his hands together and rubbing, and then like, yeah. But but like, but and then, when you're a kid, you try like. I remember I was like say, Did you people try would get hurt, totally and I'd always did. try to like do the Mr. Miyagi on him. Uh, <laughs> but like, but we haven't talked about Cobra Kai yet. Oh, and Cobra like, Kai, all the great things there. Great villain. Yeah. I actually thought about including them in my greatest antagonist list. Cobra Kai is great. And I, I read here while back where uh, uh, William Zabka, who plays Johnny, is finally owning up. Not owning up, but accepting that, you know, like that's the only role he'll ever be known as. Right. And, he's, and he's starting to show up as 
Cobra Kai character. Oh, that's awesome. And, and just kind of just saying, screw it. And uh, But that's what the fans love about oh, yeah. this movie is that there's so many memorable characters, and especially someone like Johnny. I mean, he was, a, he was a great villain. We probably really messed up by not – you kind of brought him up, and we brought up our great antagonist, but we really didn't go into depth about it because he yeah. was great because he's this cocky punk kid who probably yeah. gets everything that he wants, and he's the, the best in the squad, and he's a bully. I mean, yep. he's he was great, bad guy. And think about, like, when you had that look of all the skeleton – uh, all the all the Cobra guy Cobra Kai guys dressed in their skeleton costumes, and then you had just Johnny with his blonde hair. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the way he stood out. It's such a good, good movie. And uh, I got to mention, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Pat Morita got nominated for best supporting actor for Mr. Miyagi, which I for a movie like that, that is yeah. crazy. He yeah. did. I didn't yeah, know which that. Which is completely, I mean, justified. He was really, he, really good. He got nominated in for an Oscar, a Golden Globe. Yeah, that's uh, big That's time. great. I didn't know that because yeah. he was so good in it. He was great. At, and, of uh, course, he was funny. He was strong. He was convincing that this old man can be this badass. He was he was so smart. He was a great character. And, of course, Elizabeth Shue was super hot. I had a big crush on her oh, back yeah. in the day. Uh, it was because of that and because of um, – Adventures in Babysitting? No, Leaving Las Vegas is uh, what I always liked. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, she's wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different era, but yeah, hotter. I'd get I like this. how we can have a conversation like this. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Great choice, Rachel. Your number four favorite sports movie of all time. Everybody ready for not a crowd pleaser? <laughs> <laughs> this cool. is going to stress me out. Oh no, 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 no! Never mind. That's my number three. You still have that to look forward to. Uh, my number four is the Mighty Ducks. Everybody had to know that my ducks is going to be in there at some point. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to be. I mean, you can't be a '90s kid, '80s kid, '90s kid, and and not like the Mighty Ducks and the Mighty in the in the Flying V. That's right, <laughs> with the quack chant. Uh, I mean, again, it's not a good movie. I liked it as a kid a lot, though, and I had a huge crush on Emilio Estevez. And then the Bash Brothers showed up in one of these. <laughs> and then I realized that there was a much better world out there than Emilio Estevez and men that I should be interested in. The uh, Bash Brothers? I think they might have been in the third one, even. Oh, okay. Uh, they all kind of run together. That to must have been be their honest, version of, but... like, the, um, oh, those three brothers in Slapshot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about Mighty Ducks. I can't I, break down the Mighty Ducks in the I, film I review very well. I can't really. I remember either, I liked it when I was a kid. Exactly. It was and a lot actually, of fun. it's a 6.4 on IMDb from yeah, the fans. A, a lot of people I had a have nostalgia. I know I have a friend who Mighty Ducks is his favorite movie of all time. Period. What? Yep. Is your friend like. Like a Peter Pan where he's like been 14 for his whole life? Nope. <laughs> he really loves the Mighty Ducks. Hey, the Mighty Ducks came out when I was like own. 15 or 16. So I, was, I watched so, it once. I was like, oh, that was, that was a cute movie. And then I went on and well, I never watched it Well, I'm sorry that your life, you're just too old to, so to have good young. I mean, I was 10 when this movie came out. So you were like 18 I, I can do out. math. I was you, probably but like You 25. said you were like 16. So you're trying to like. No, yeah, it came out in 92. It came out in so 93. Nine. So you never saw any of the sequels oh, then? Oh, yeah. So 17. It says 92. Oh, what? never mind. I'm looking oh, at, my gosh. I'm looking at my next movie because I thought it was my number four. We're going to have a math war on, <laughs> on the show. You <laughs> went. I'm done. My list is shameful and I can't read numbers. <laughs> or add or subtract. Them. Well, this is one of the few times we're going to talk about Emilio Estevez, so... Good job, Emilio. Hey, I love Emilio. And, yeah, me too. I uh, miss him in movies. Yeah, I really liked him as he Billy made a, the Kid. He made a great Coach Bombay, too. 
See, I would never. I, I watched it once and never, never watched it Well, that's because you were too old. And as it turns out, he was the better Sheen. So. He was. <laughs> he's way more likable, and he's actually a better actor. Dumbass brother. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, my number th- four? We on four, four. Yeah. four. Four. My number four favorite sports movie of all time. Now, I have a feeling that Rachel hasn't seen it, and I have a feeling that Jacob's going to say it's heavy-handed. But whatever. This is my list. I love this movie, Cinderella Man. No, good movie. I didn't add it because I figured you – that's not why I didn't add it, but I figured you would have it on yeah, yours. I, oh, well, yeah, you're right. I think it's a really good man. movie. It's such a good movie. You know, there, there's a – it's funny. Boxing also lends itself apparently to really it great does. sports movies. Why is that? It's, it's, it's interesting. But, I mean, between Rocky, obviously, The Fighter, Raging Bull, uh, The Hurricane, Cinderella Man. There's something about boxing movies that make the, for really good movies. Russell Crowe is great in this. You know, it's funny because in real life, Russell Crowe kind of comes off as this abrasive kind of a matter of fact, kind of a douche. Some people think, uh, yeah. whatever it may be. But in this, he's such a he's such a great man of character, uh, high integrity. And you know, a guy that's lost it all. He has nothing. You know, it takes place depressionary. He's got he's got zero money wise. He's a guy that was a fighter, has no money, and then he he has a chance to to get a fight to have some money. And I I, I mean, you've seen it in the trailer if you haven't seen the movie, but where he says he's he knows it's different this time because he's fighting for for milk. Yeah. Um, and it kind of sums up why I love this movie and why I love this character so much. And of course, it's based on a real life um, story. And a real life character. Um, his name is Jim Braddock. Uh, let's make sure I got that right. Russell Crowe, Renee Zellweger. It's just a such an inspirational, moving movie. Um, oh yeah, I, for, I almost forgot that Paul Giamatti was in he it. He was nominated for a supporting actor. Yeah, totally deserved too. But it's if you haven't seen it, I strongly, it, I feel like it was forgotten. Like when it came out, it got recognized by critics yeah. and by awards. But I feel like since then, it's kind of like been brushed under, like. Did you, did you say it was a Ron Howard movies? movie? Because Ron oh, Howard yeah. does great movies. Yeah, and uh, you know, the thing about a lot of Ron Howard's movies are they're usually good, good story, good feeling movies. Yes, uh, for the most part, and that's what we have here. This is really one of Renee Zellweger's last good movies. I feel like that's she true. Kind of fell off. She did planet after this one. Yeah, I don't know where her nurse, what Betty, nurse movies Betty, were. yeah, song to those. But anyway, she was really good in this movie as well. And I think one thing about it, this the setting is. So what was it? You said it was post depression, right? Yeah, um, from so nineteen thirty. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's it really right depression dur- era. Oh, yeah, dur- right. So. Yeah. You deal with like uh, again. So far, a lot of these movies, uh, even the Mighty Ducks, are like your underdog stories, yeah. you know. And and you can associate. It seems like you can associate a lot of like the older era movies with maybe our brain can recognize with things that we've seen in the past of old films and right. something like that. So maybe that's why we uh, have a I don't know, a relationship with a, some a character like Russell Crowe in this, where he is like this kind of. Uh, Who's the main character in A Wonderful Life? You know that kind of oh, a yeah. character. You yeah, know, Jim Sterling. You know, just a good person, and just trying to do the right thing. And George Bailey and raise his family, yeah. or whatever. But I agree with you. It was a good movie, well made, um, won some awards, or at least was nominated for some awards. Yeah. And yeah, and and it's crazy because of all of all the boxing movies, this is definitely a forgotten movie. I feel I think like this is. one is the Hurricane, probably. Is yeah, the Hurricane movie. definitely um, is, and they're all. They're all good movies. Yeah, they are. They're such good movies. Go see Cinderella Man. If you don't you see Southpaw. 
no. watch Cinderella Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Southpaw was so disappointing. Cinderella Man's fantastic, though. Jacob, your number three favorite sports movie of all time. Uh, I actually brought it up a little while ago. It is Field of Dreams. Uh, okay, I'm going to jump in with you. Then. It is my last baseball movie on my list, oh, I would say. Because yeah. um, there's a lot of really good baseball movies I could have easily put on here. Um, but I love Field of Dreams. And I the story in itself is so – yes, it's about sports. But really the driving theme in this is father and son. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just fathers in general, I guess. You know, it, it deals with kind of um, – oh, what do you call it? Not the supernatural – in a, in a yeah, way, it does, like, it does. if you build it, they but will come. Really... He's hearing voices in, in, a, in a very elegant way. Elegant. That's right. a good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, if you if you build it, they will come. It's like, okay. So there he is sacrificing his the possibility of his, his family's, you know, well-being to build this baseball field in the middle yeah. of Iowa. Yeah. You know, and but you, you add in a, a, a great cast. Um, Kevin Costner stars in it. You have James Earl Jones as Terrence Mann. You have, I love Terrence. Uh, Ray uh, Liotta, I, love I thought was great as Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yes. Really, all the characters who played the baseball players, kind of like in that 1930s, you know, baseball era. Yeah. I mean, they all did a really. I mean, they were. They just, captured. Really, they captured those people really well. Very much. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to find one of the actors in particular, but don't, doesn't matter. Anyway, so uh, just a good cast, great story. Uh, you know what's funny is that the critics have it scored really low on IMDb. But the, the fans really? have it scored, you know, seven and a half. That's surprising. I thought Critics I mean, have it I at remember, 57. I was, but, I mean, it was, was nominated, nominated for, best for Best Picture. picture. I'm going to see what it is. So, on you know, hey, I, I, it's, I don't know many people who don't like it. They might say it's overrated because, you know, it was up against probably a lot of heavy hitters that year. Wouldn't it? That's the same year as it was Driving Miss da- Daisy? Uh, I, think, I think Driving Miss Daisy was 88 and Rain Man was 89. No, or Miss Daisy flop? was 90 yeah, or something like that. So either way, anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was done really well. I mean, you know, I'm not sure if it really is best picture material, but it's a good story. It's, oh, I think it's, it's a, absolutely best picture. I agree with that. It was, it was, really it was nominated movie. for best picture. I don't the know, critics just, like, I, I mean, 86% Rain Man or, or Goodfellas or you know, Dances with Wolves. I'm not sure I can convince someone that in that time period of movies that it was better than those movies. But it was special. It moved you in a way. It was different. The supernatural element really, you know, made it different. But then also the father-son relationship was so well done for for what it showed you and what it was it could have been really cheesy and corny Mm -hmm. but it was just really moving uh and i love the james earl jones character too and like what happened with him Mm -hmm. and where his character went uh ray people will come ray they'll come to iowa for reasons they can't even fathom they'll turn up your driveway not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have and peace they like. Ray, just sign the papers. And they'll walk out to the bleachers. Sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines. Where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game. And it'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick that I have to brush them away from their faces. 
Ray, when the bank opens in the morning, they'll foreclose. People will come, Ray. You're broke, Ray. You sell now or you lose everything. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. No, I don't think it's at all a leap to say that it's best picture quality. It was nominated for three Oscars, including best pictures, so. You've actually seen this. I have actually seen it. Is it on your list? Is it on your? Is it uh, it's three? my number two. Okay, all right. It's my gotcha. number two. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a it's a brilliant film. It's and it's unlike anything that's come before or after it. Uh, I mean, yeah, how can you relate this to any of the sports films? So it does stand Very on its true. own in a yeah. way. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it captures the purity and essence of baseball. These relationships, supernatural. It's just, and it looks beautiful because of the Iowa setting. I just think it's a great, great movie. Rachel, your number three favorite. My number three favorite is the only movie about bobsledding. <laughs> it's a Mexican. It's a Mexican. Cool running. It's a Jamaican cool running. <laughs> okay, it, it sounds ridiculous, but I can actually yes, make an I can make an argument for this one. This actually didn't get bad reviews. No, cool it was generally light. I mean, seventy five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got a seven on IMDb. Almost a seven. I think it's six point nine. Um, yeah, six point nine. So all in all, I mean, like people liked Cool Runnings, and it had John Candy in it, um, <laughs> and four other black guys. <laughs> <laughs> that that didn't. I would. I love Dougie Doug. I remember him to this day because I freaking love Sank in this movie. Uh, but I don't expect anybody else to be able to name any of those dudes. Uh, but it was. I thought it did a really good job at being funny, and of course, it's an underdog story. But it yes. was also heartwarming. I had some good speeches in it, and spoiler alert, they didn't win. But it was a story about not giving up. I mean, in a lot of these underdog movies, they come from behind and then they win. That's kind of the point, but they didn't. The whole point of this Rocky was just didn't. that... That's true. Neither did Creed. Eventually. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it was just a story about not giving up, and I, I thought it was hilarious as a kid. I thought the cast, even though none of them went on to do anything else, was actually a pretty charismatic cast i liked all of their characters that's a unique story i mean honestly i felt like there were rumors for years that it was based on a true story it is well it doesn't say it's a biography anywhere in here and i'm looking on the description and it doesn't say it either if it is that's great that's even better because uh, i thought i thought i always thought it was for a long time that's always unless this is like some sort of a but it's almost like it's, it's got to be based on a story because it's such a random story. Yeah, you know, I feel like guys I'm from pretty Jamaica. sure it was, right. and it would be so random yeah, I mean, if it wasn't real. The, the first three genre listings on IMDb is Adventure Comedy Family, you know? And Anyway, I mean, I liked it when I was younger. I remember it being kind of goofy, but I didn't care about that because it was such an interesting story. Plus, yeah, in the end, they they at least earned the respect of those around them for right. all the fun they were getting made fun of. You know, right. Think about all the janky ways they found to at least train and then when they finally showed up at the winter olympics right they were just they they, were kind of a laughing they still had like a really 
dumpy piece of crap, um, you know, bobsled. bobsled. Yeah. So it's it's a unique story, and and uh, for that I, I yeah, liked to it. Me, I, it's I been think a long it's at least a little I've bit different than than a lot of yeah. other underdog sports movies. And I know I looked at like Wikipedia has a list of all the sports movies, and it breaks it down by the sport. And this is the only thing listed under bobsled. <laughs> so uh, if you want to watch it, 1993. So it's probably been about 20 years since I've seen it. If you want to watch this, yourself a good bobsled movie, this is your only option. Period. Uh, but I I really liked Cool Running. I legitimately really liked Cool Running. Says this was the last John Candy movie to be released before he died of a heart attack. I thought really? there was one more, but that's what I this, did too. this was his yeah, last like one. I guess Wagons East or something, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was too. Which that, it would probably would have been better if it were Cool Running. That source I just said that was from IMDb. It wasn't my own, so take that for what you will. Interesting. All right. Well, Cool Runnings, Brandon, you're up. My number three favorite sports movie of all time is Jerry Maguire. It's a good choice. I, yeah, I guess it is a sports movie. I didn't even it think is about a Jerry Maguire. Movie. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I love Jerry Maguire. It's different in that it's not about a particular athlete or a particular sport doing a particular mission or thing. Like, it's not a sports movie in the way that we typically think of sports movies but i mean the entire plot and storyline he's, he's not getting physical right exactly Unless but you do have the Cuba gooding jr character who's you know your second or third main character and of course he's an athlete a wide receiver uh but the the entire movie saturated in sports um it's really good uh, i love this movie i i love this movie. you know this movie has kind of become like um Iconic mostly for the catchphrases. Yeah, it's just for, become a catchphrase movie. Yeah, for show me yeah. the money and I com- you complete me, uh, you have me at hello. I love black people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of great lines in <laughs> there, this movie, There's so many there? great lines. But, you know, and so, like, people say those things and it kind of has been overplayed now or whatever. But, I mean, they wouldn't have become such iconic quotes if it wasn't a great screenplay. I yep. mean, they're great quotes to begin with. I think the screenplay was great. It was such a great mix, I thought of comedy drama romance and sports which i don't know another movie that you could say that about because each of those elements i mean i think it was really really funny i think cuba gooding jr's character and tom cruise's character is really funny i thought the little boy Their relationship was you know really interesting fun to watch it was yeah. uh, and but then the drama was so well done between tom cruise you know losing his job and yeah. then you know the the relationship uh, like you said, between he and Cuba Gooding Jr. And then his relationship with the little boy um, was really well done, too. Uh, what was his name? I, I can't – Jonathan Lipnicki, Ray Boyd. Um, that was really well done, and then the ro- romance was convincing. Uh, to me, this is the only time I've really, really, really liked Renee Zellweger. Like I was like, oh, she's cute and adorable, and I like her. I haven't really thought she's had some other good roles, but that's the only time like this I wanted my, to be with her. This is my favorite role of hers, probably because yeah. before she started having all the plastic surgery. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because my second one would probably be Empire Records. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's a great movie. Cameron Crowe wrote and directed it. Um, this was when he was just on point, man. That guy could do nothing yeah. wrong between this, Almost Famous. Oh, um, he was incredible. He was back so then. good and. and uh, yeah, it's so much about the thing about Tom Cruise throughout this movie, and you just said the relationships, whether it's Cuba Gooding Jr., Renee Zellweger, or the kid, it's him with each of those, even if it's Kush and the dad. Yeah. You know, that, and that was and, a really cool. Like, it, you can think about all the, the dynamics with just him and all that dialogue that goes with it, uh, and you just see him kind of, he was great, 
And then he was the lowest of low, and you see his rise back up to it. Right. But it was still like very humbling along the way uh, for a guy who looked like he had everything he yeah. never wanted. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up-at-dawn, pride-swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? Help me! Help me, Rod. Help me! Help you. Help me. Help you. Help me. Help you. You are hanging on by a very thin thread. <laughs> and I dig that about you. <laughs> no contract? I help me. I help you. Help everybody. <laughs> that's, my, that's my man. Hey, I'm happy to entertain you. Help me. Help me. <laughs> I'll see you in Los Angeles. Jerry. Um, it's just a... And it's a, as always with Cameron Crowe movies, it's cut one of the, they always have the best uh, um, soundtracks. soundtracks. Yeah, the soundtrack yeah. is awesome, and just like all those movies. So, good pick. I didn't even think about Jeremy McGuire mainly based on the fact that he wasn't an athlete, but, but you're right, it's a sports movie. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. So, good pick. Thank you. Thank you. I was really happy with that one. I, I love Jeremy McGuire. Actually, talking about it makes me want to rewatch it because I haven't watched it in a couple of years. Uh, Jacob, <laughs> your number two favorite sports movie of all time. Do you ever pick up a phone when someone calls and go, this kush? <laughs> no, but now I want to. <laughs> I do it all the time. Jerry O'Connell was such... That's awesome. But, you know, Jerry O'Connell was really good in it, too, like in that you know small role of his, because he, he played the the good old boy, you know, star athlete, but that's kind of a douche uh, yep. really well, actually. Kush lash, kush lash, kush lash, kush lash. <laughs> And of course, Cuba Gooding Jr. won the Oscar for it. Yep. I mean, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Screenplay. Tom Cruise was nominated. I mean, it's it's a great movie. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> uh, all right, Kush, what's your number two favorite uh, <laughs> sports movie of all time? Well, I'm I'm wondering if it's going to come up again, but it's Rocky. I mean, I mean, I mean, we we talked so much about Rocky in, in our the podcast right before this one. So I guess I won't do it too much. Yeah. When I asked you earlier, like, which one do you think is better, the new Creed or the Rocky? It's not really fair because Creed just came out. Right. But the story, the original story of Rocky, the first Rocky, was such a great underdog story about this simple man. And the kind of the dirt and the grime of Philadelphia kind of behind yeah. that with the flash and the, all the greatness of Hollywood and mm-hmm. Apollo Creed and the, just the, the clashing of these two characters. When you have a charismatic actor like you do in Carl Weathers with this kind of you know, floppy, live. <laughs> I know. like this. You're, 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 you you're give rocky. Him a lisp. Yeah, it gives him a lisp. <laughs> Does he not have like his lips hanging down or whatever? He doesn't have a lisp. Yeah, like... yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Hi, you... Snow Adrian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, it's just. Paul Fliction, home of the worst. <laughs> slash Stallone Nothing but on professionals the here. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I've always liked this story, and I don't know. It's just 
in, in essence, it's a, it's a pretty simple story. You have, you have the love story part of it. You have the uh, the underdog story of it too. But it's just the, the character building in it, and the, and that's why it won a great sc- best screenplay. Yeah, best screenplay and best picture. I mean, it, it won best picture. I don't know off the top of my head. I can't think of another sports movie that's won best picture. There's one other one. Oh, yep. There. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's. I mean, and. The original underdog story. It's it's a great great film. What else can we, if you really want to hear in depth thoughts on Rocky, listen to our other podcasts. I definitely it would have made my list and it should have made my list, but it felt really weird to put it like somewhere in between Cool Runnings and Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> like almost like it wasn't right. Well, to put well like on your list. like really, <laughs> and, and when I went through your my list, grade list. <laughs> <laughs> when I went through my whole list and like highlighted all the ones that I was like, oh yeah, I have pretty strong feelings about that rocky was the only one that was like a legitimately really good movie and i was like well that feels weird just to put it in there uh-huh. but i mean so, like i included so major league amongst like all these i know really but well so done. Not she actually of- had a stipulation that <laughs> yeah. was i can't get good movies yeah exactly on this list. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it'd be really weird to just like yeah uh yeah mighty ducks cool runnings you know, Rocky. You, you said something earlier that I want to revisit. So did you recently just watch Rocky for the first time? Or it was just that you watched it when you were a kid and you don't remember it, so you recently that is correct. was rewatched. Okay, yes. Got it. Yes. I had seen Rocky, but I was probably too young to appreciate it and I kinda So now that you're older love Oh, it. I love it. Okay. I think it's right. great. Cool. Uh so if you haven't seen the Rocky movies, <laughs> if you're like the other person on the planet that hasn't seen the Rocky movies, uh then you should watch them. You know what's funny is I know a lot of of women that love it's Misty's Sylvester Stallone and the Rocky movies. It's Misty's favorite that's movie because, of all time. That's mm. because he was a very honorable dude. Mm-hmm. Rocky is a very honorable character. Oh, I think Rachel has a little crush <laughs> well, on Well, I get, I get why <laughs> women would gravitate towards him because you, it's boxing is obviously a violent sport, but he himself is not... He's he, like a teddy bear. He's like a teddy bear. Yeah. He's and just... He's, really lovable and charismatic and non-threatening but at the same time he's a boxer and he's strong and he so protective of adrian right who's like this who's and the yeah and his relationship and so doting and loving on adrian his relationship like, with adrian makes pure. him really accessible to women which like, actually is what made his character so good in the creed movie i mean just to say it again they just revisited all those things that yeah. you just said about him that was what we like slide yep. so much exactly yeah. uh but yeah i mean you could argue it's the greatest and original sports movie of all time. Rocky. It really choice. came out before Rocky, outside of like Pride of the Yankees. Yeah, the, you know? and they weren't – and those movies weren't like sports movies as we know them now. They're what Rocky was. Yes. I mean, Rocky I mean, was like the standard. Hopefully there are people out there who are like, oh, Rocky's overrated. Because when you think about 1975 and movies that came out before this, nothing like this had really been done. Is that fair to say? Yeah, no. I mean, it was it was yeah. completely original. Uh, best Picture winner. Rachel, your number two favorite sports movie of all time. Legitimately, this is probably where Rocky would fall in the number two position. Gotcha. But instead, okay. I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. <laughs> hey, that's a good choice. That's, <laughs> a, that's the first Happy one you Gilmore. said where I'm actually interested in hearing what you have to say. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler movie made our list. <laughs> but this is when Adam but Sandler was good. This, it was. This it was, was really Adam like Sandler. the, the yeah. kickoff to, I mean, like obviously SNL and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. this was kind of like first really good Adam Sandler movie I thought it was good at least holy cow that was Julie Bowen that was like just chicken yeah I never put that right? together from Modern Family yeah so weird uh, it is weird but I mean I just uh, there's not a whole lot to say about Happy Gilmore I just thought it was hilarious uh, I got two I words really for like... Carl Weathers <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true <laughs> that is, that's a good point <laughs> uh, 
it has what has become just your average, your normal things that you expect from an Adam Sandler movie. It's going to be some 80s music. There's going to be some old lovable people, like lovable <laughs> old people, uh, like his grandma. A lot of anger management. A lot of anger management. Yeah. Uh, so all of this stuff is pretty status quo for Adam Sandler movies now. But then when it came out, this was like the first one of that. And I... I just think it's hilarious. I can quote you the whole thing. I was about to say, there's a ton um, of quotes from this movie, yeah, too. Yeah, really, really quotable. I think most people have found their way over to Happy Gilmore. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives and his amazingly bizarre behavior. He's on the 17th green right now, having a little trouble closing out his day. Happy, the ball itself has its own energy, or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the hole. So why don't you send him home? His bags are packed. He's got his airplane tickets. Bring him to the airport. Send him home. <laughs> send him home. I just send him home. It's time to go home there, ball. Oh, son of a bitch, ball. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass ball! I don't... I haven't personally met anybody who dislikes Happy Gilmore. I think this is my number one Adam Sandler movie of all it's, time. It's my number two behind Billy Madison. It's one or the other for me. It's exactly. That's the flip-flop. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I could say Punch Drunk Club, but that's more P.T. Anderson and really not Adam Sandler at all. Yeah. So right. Yeah. We'll even cast that out. Yeah. So anyway, wedding singer. I'll give props to wedding singer too. Oh, that, really that's like, a good one. Really like that, that'd be up there for me too. too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'd say in there. How to View Gilmore is a fun movie. I mean, and how awesome would it be to be able to hit anything that far? I thought you were going to say Bob Barker. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any bad feelings towards Bob Barker, but that part is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> when he rises back from the dead. <laughs> I mean, and, this is all you need to do. Headbutt him. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, he made Bob Barker. Uh, Fighting somebody iconic, like that's like an iconic, strangely iconic scene. Everybody knows. I actually came across a list of the day where it was you. like one of the greatest cameos, and he's on, and he's on that that top that ten list. That was a great cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have saw that coming? That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> he beat up an alligator. Uh, There's so many ridiculous things. I oh, really yeah. like the subway commercial where he hits the subway sandwich into his mouth. Talk about a hole in one. Just, there's so many funny parts to that. It's yeah. pretty slapstick, but it's it's really funny to me. <laughs> My number two favorite sports movie of all time is Field of Dreams. So I, I won't add too much. We already talked at length about it. Um, Really, really good. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty I, good I, movie. What, what more okay. can you say? Yeah. Uh, my number two is Filled the Dreams. Jacob, your number now. This is interesting because there's a few that haven't been said that I thought for sure might make your list, and so there's now a I'm, lot I wanted to put on this list. I, I'm surprised because I'm down to trying to guess what what it is, and I've got one. Just look up the other best Two. picture winner. Well, it wasn't on record. We weren't, we weren't recording when I said earlier that it's kind of anticlimactic, but I've always loved this movie. It's a nostalgic movie for me. Uh, I love the storyline behind it. Uh, it's an independent movie. It was, um, it's actually it's a British movie. Um, it's not. It's not. You know. It's not Raging Bull. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I knew that she didn't love Raging we've Bull. We've talked about, about Raging Bull as far as like as far as 
Favorites? No. As far as now, if I if we did our, obviously our sports is the best, right? Raging Bull probably number one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's. I just forgot it because I was talking about Raging Bull. I'm Bull. shocked that Hoosiers. You still don't know what it is. I, I thought Hoosiers would be on your list. I thought Slapshot would be on your list. I've only seen I've only seen Slapshot one time. Okay, but I remember and, you talking about it. So I think and I remember liking Paul Newman a lot in it. But yeah. I mean, and I know yeah. you're a Paul Newman fan like I am. Uh, uh, okay, it's Chariots of Fire. Oh yeah. yeah, never seen it, Rach. It's uh, as we're doing our movie challenge. It is on that list. Okay, I believe it has been unvetoed. Good. In order to veto something else. <laughs> Wait, someone, <laughs> it tried, was someone origi- tried to veto it. Yeah, it was originally that's, vetoed. That's ridiculous. By who? I don't. I honestly, <laughs> looking like I honestly don't remember. As long as it's not you, Rach. No, I don't think it was me. I, don't, I honestly don't remember who tried to veto it. But apparently, there was something else that we really didn't want to watch, so something else got vetoed. So I will be watching *Chariots of Fire* fairly soon. Yeah. Well, look, most people will associate *Chariots of Fire* with the music that goes behind it. You know, yes. The classic synthesizer, dun 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 dun. Yes. You know, an Olympics I mean, running on the beach. Yeah. So that's kind of iconic. But what y'all don't know is like this won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Screenplay. Um, of course, it won uh, original score for and it was and it was great. You know, yeah, '80s kind of synthesizer yeah. music. Yeah, and, and also costume design, which it deserved because it's a period piece. Um, so the description for Chariots of Fire is that two British track athletes, one a determined Jew and the other a devout Christian, compete in the 1924 Olympics, and that's that's in essence that's it. Um, these are characters or actors, I'm sorry, that aren't really super well-known. Honestly, I'm not sure what else they've been in. The story of Harold Abrahams, and it is based on true events as well, so it's set around yeah, so 1924. And there is a lot of uh, kind of World War One elements that go along with it too. But it's really more so about uh, two men in competition. Um, it's about religion and fa- well, faith more so. And um, kind of like uh, being a master of your craft, especially the, the Harold Abrahams character who, he, yeah. who is Jewish and he's always kind of got this uh, chip on his shoulder because he's treated as a Jew. And I mean, and it's very kind of like that British high society, like drink yes. your brandy and wine and whatever, yes. um, you know, Oxford university BS. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if but you're convincing Rachel. I just might start vetoing but it. It's, <laughs> but it's really, really well written. And what the number one, thing I love about the story is the the faith part of it and it's more so Eric Liddell's story yes uh, his character because he's Scottish uh, Scottish or yeah he's Scottish, yeah, Scottish. I believe yeah. uh, it's, it's so it's so interesting it's so cool because you know he's so strong in his faith that there, his sister, and, and, and there's it seems like there's a lot of truth behind this as well. Like, whereas your family has kind of an impact on whether you will or won't race when it comes to religion, you know, fifty or hundred years ago almost. Right. And she's so concerned that it's going to take away what she believes his true mission is, is being a missionary. And you know, he speaks, um, you know, for his church, and he tries to be that example. But everyone knows that he's this great runner, and. After all the the kind of controversies that happened throughout the film, in the end, when Eric Liddell runs, you can just tell he does it for his passion and his love for the sport. And the way that they portray that, and it's really kind of a, like he actually he starts us out this race and he falls down, and it's like uh, like, mm-hmm. and he kind of gets up and he runs, you know, and he and he catches up. I'll just say that. And the way it does it is so inspirational, and the music. It's of course the music's very yeah. heavy handed. It comes in right at the right moment, but it's so and, good. And it's too. so inspirational. I love that song. And uh, I mean, it totally. It's like yes, like it, it makes you appreciate the love for 
um, well, the love for the love of the game, I won't say like, you know, track and field, but like your love for your passion or something like that. And of course, he's doing it also for his faith. He believes he's made to be this great runner uh, and he's in for, for, for his faith. And for that, I loved it for it because he believed in something so much and that he was, this is what he was meant for. And he kind of does this monologue, his voiceover as he's running. And it's like, he's like, you know, God made me, you know, that I may be able to speak and tell people, but he also made me fast. And boom, it kicks in the music. And it was just, it'll raise, you know, the, the hair on your arms. And yeah. for that, I've always loved this story. So where does the power come from to see the race to its end from within? God made me for a purpose. But he also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. On top of that, you know, it's filmed really well. I always talk about these technical aspects, but the costume design in this, there's a really, really famous shot in it of, um, her name is Alice Crudge. She plays Sybil Gordon, the main, the main, the lead actress in the story. And it's her, um, I believe Abraham's getting on a boat and she kind of turns back around and she's wearing this really elegant, beautiful kind of 1924 style hat. And it's a, it's a beautiful close-up shot of her looking over and like looking around her shoulder. It's just so well done. Yeah. The story, and I know a lot of people will make fun of it, as like you pick Chariots of Fire over, you know, some football movie, some listen, I love Hoosiers and I love Rudy and all those kinds of movies, but this is the better story. It's the more inspires me to go out and do better things. And I think it, you know, my, and of course there's nostalgia behind it because my mother always watched this. And so I remember that music kind of growing up and stuff, but I watched this so many times as an adult, as opposed to the couple times as a kid. Right. And it's just a far better, this far superior story. And, um, and that's my number one sports movie. And uh, that, does that help well. sell it a little bit, Rach? Yeah, it sounds a lot more interesting than than it did before. Then Don't get me wrong. There's some slow elements, and there's a lot of British talking, like very highbrow kind of stuff going on yeah. in there. So a lot of dialogue. But when it kind of gets down to brass tacks, like the themes of the story, the story and the controversies is, right? of it, it's all about faith. Plus, and that's kind of – it's really cool. It John is. Gilgood is in it. Uh, Hobson from Arthur. He's in oh. it. And Bilbo Baggins was not well, really say the best only supporting the actor only real <laughs> character that people might know is Ian Holm, who's yeah Bilbo Baggins, yeah, and he plays the coach of he's Abraham's uh, running coach. He was um, really great in it, and uh, yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, I, I remember think, it's all based on true story too, so that always kind of adds a cool element. I but agree with so you. So many of these sports stories are though. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the faith aspect is what really, to me, takes it over the top into becoming a, a great, great movie. I loved it. Uh, uh, what, who did it beat out in 1981? A lot of people were very, yeah. Uh, I don't know if upset's the right word, but I'm sure you'll catch it on a lot of boards, like this BS that it won over. Oh, I know Raiders, Raiders of the, of the Lost, Lost Ark came out that year. but I'm That was Raiders to... then. 
Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, I think it was Raiders that was the controversial line. Oh, really? So how do you feel about that, Brandon? I I would have voted for <laughs> Chariots of Fire. It would have absolutely easily. It would even I wouldn't even had to look at the deal. Uh, I'm actually uh, on Golden Pond. Also came out oh, that year. There you go. I'm I'm perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, 1980. I'm watching all the movies from that year. Are you? That's awesome. Nice. Uh, I'm actually pissed. Reds was Ar- great, and what's the other one? Oh, Atlantic City. I've never seen Atlantic City. Wait, so Arthur and Chariots of Fire came out the same year? Yeah, yeah, oh, they did. All right then. And Arthur was nominated for a lot of acting and screenplay. Hey, awards, next week we're watching Arthur. Nice, nice. Rachel, your number one ridiculous favorite sports movie. <laughs> this of all is time. not ridiculous. I completely stand by this one. This is far and away my favorite sports movie and one of my favorite movies of all time. The Sandlot. I was about to say Sandlot. <laughs> I, I, everybody of this of my generation loved it. Brandon has an attitude against it because he's too old to love it. I have an attitude against it because it's no Goonies. But go ahead. Uh, I love the Sandlot. The, the Sandlot was great. It made me nostalgic for a time that I didn't even live through, first of all, which is really amazing. What? <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. He's making snoring. Yeah. <laughs> The the characters I really loved, even even the dog. What's funny to me is like, no guys, really, this one is seriously a great movie. I stand by this, and this is a this is an impeccable choice. I like the Sandlot; has a really cool dog. <laughs> the friendship does. is what you're looking for. It also has friendship. I'm I'm not doing a very good job with any of these movies, convincing anybody to watch any of them. The Sandlot's on my list. It's a fun story. It's in, and uh, I, I've always liked the Sandlot, and I think it's right up there next to the Goonies as well. So I'm high fiving you on that, Rich. Thank you. So it's on my list too, on the part where uh, on the list where you know every week you ask us, are there any that you purposely left off? It's on that section. Well, hey, I get it. Honestly, honestly, Rachel, if I were to put it like on my, if I had a list of. Of kids sports movies, it's my number one <laughs> over Mighty Ducks, See? You know, the Giants, Little Giants. Hey, Little Giants is my uh, number one. So <laughs> I, I consider putting Little Giants my number five. What slot. year did I Little Giants it. come out? What like year? 90s, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it was not. I mean, Emmett was in it. I know that it was probably ninety two. Was Rick Moranis in it? Yeah, so Rick Moranis. So it was and early nineties. Yeah, and Tom Arnold. Yeah. Angels in come the on. Outfield. And, I mean, Rookie, Rookie of the, of the year. year. I would put all that. I would put that movie above all those movies. Yeah, I, I actually do like Sandlot. You it, don't it's, act it's the like whole it. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro thing. You know, it's the rivalry to Goonies as far as like favorite kids movie or whatever of generation. So I. I immediately have an attitude against it, but it, but it's a it's a fun little movie. But it's funny, it's a running theme with Brandon because like he liked that with De Niro because of Pacino or with some it's other true. whatever. Just he, he holds grudges. I do. I absolutely do, and I will freely admit that. I will. Um, I loved Mike Vitar. He was Benny the Jet. He was the main character in it. Uh, I like Benny and the Jet when. Elton sang about him. You know, Tom Guire kid, he actually turned out to be a pretty decent actor as he got older, and I'm mainly talking about uh, Mystic River. You kill uh, him. Was he in Mystic he River? He was Smalls. You kill him, oh. Smalls. Who was he in Mystic River? Uh, he's the boyfriend. Of, oh, really? Yeah. That's when he beats the crap out of his brother. Oh, yeah. Miss, let's talk about Mystic River. Yeah. That movie That's was awesome. Movie. <laughs> that movie was great. Is that my daughter? <laughs> Is that my daughter in there? <laughs> 
This is the best review on the Sandlot that's ever been done. So it's got a dog, and remember I think that, it's pretty remember good. Remember that part in Sandlot when, when Sean Penn runs through all those cops, and they're holding him back, and he's like, is my daughter in I there? will say that Wendy Peppercorn scene is a classic, where yes, he passes out is. by the pool, and she gives him mouth-to-mouth. That's awesome, especially when he's when he opens his eyes and smiles at him and he that smile it back. is so good uh, that's, that's a classic scene <laughs> i yeah i'm done talking about it because brandon will just talk about something else now he's so disinterested that he's just looking up stuff on his phone well, what's cool about the sandlot too is that like you know i don't know about you all brandon i mean like i played baseball like around the corner like we, we would uh we would always play outside play sports outside go down to the park even just like hit uh hit play home run derby out in my front yard or whatever on the street and kids don't do that anymore. Right. So it's like, I feel like if you showed the movie like this to a kid now, like, would they even... I don't even know if it would make sense to them. If they know them. how they recognize But, like, that. even when they played, when they were talking about how they played baseball under the fireworks, like, they, that was their night game because that way the sky was bright enough for them to play. Like, yeah. all of that gives me a warm fuzzy. There like, is some nostalgia behind that. Yeah. Uh, I so. it, it really, just watching that movie makes me happy. And I wasn't alive during the 50s, clearly, to to have experienced that but just that it's such a warm movie to me I don't know I don't know how else to say it yeah, it's easy when you play with a bunch of rejects and a fat kid Rodriguez shut your mouth Phillips would you say crap face I said you shouldn't even be allowed to touch a baseball except for Rodriguez you're all an insult to the game come on we'll take you on right here right now come on we plan a real diamond porter you ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. Watch it, jerk. Shut up, idiot. Moron. Scab eater. Butt sniffer. Puss licker. Fart smeller. <laughs> you eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You make your weed with your mama's toe jam. Yeah! You bob grapples in the toilet, and you like it. You play ball like a girl. did you say you heard me tomorrow noon at our field get the buffalo butt breath count on it pee drinking crap face yeah! Yeah! let's go brandon you, you're bored you can talk about I know, else it's your number one that's cool no, What's it on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, 57 now, Look at that. 57 by the critics, 89 by the fans. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, I don't have any beef with... Uh, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> my, my number one movie, uh, sports movie of all time, is more anticlimactic than yours. It's Rocky. Oh, I don't think that's anticlimactic. I, I mean, it's... It's, I mean, it's because it's, I brought it up already. We've well, talked about it twice I mean, now, yeah. Or? I mean, you know, it's kind of we just did a whole the, podcast the, about it. Yeah, basically, it's, it's, the, it's one of the, the greatest uh, franchises of all time. Yeah, film franchises of all time. It is, and, and and I would like to say that like it's it's hard for me to pick a favorite. First one was the best one. The second one was cool because it was kind of the first one that was you got the drama and well, it was well made like the first one was, but it was a little more entertaining, I guess, like the third and fourth one were. Uh, but not as good as the first one. Then the third one was great because you got Mr. T, come on, and Hulk Hogan. Uh, and then I did, like, number four. So really the first four, I'm kind of grouping them all here, and then really kind of Creed, too. So I'm going to say the Rocky series, but 
really more so got into my head, I would say the original Rocky. Yeah. Oh, holy rock, will you? You drive me crazy as a sloppy because you're off balance. Let's try this. I take this string, tie it to both angles, leave about two feet of slack. I never had good footwork. Never mind footwork. Now you're off balance. Now Marcian had the same problem, and this string cured it. Is the idea that if you can move and you can hit without breaking the string, you can balance, you become a very dangerous place. You follow? We're okay. looking good, Rock. Thanks. Let's go. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. I don't need it. Rock. What? How about you give us your order? Get out of here! Don't you ever interrupt me while I'm conducting business. Move your little chicken ass. Listen, kid. You, you lay off that pet shop day. Women weaken legs. Yeah, but I really like this girl, you know. But let her sign you. Okay, no more fooling around. Okay, I hit it. Women weekly blades, uh, huh? But yeah, so I don't need to talk too much about it. We've already discussed it. It's at no length. Sandlot. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> take, wow. Take that. For My favorite part of Rocky is Rocky's two dog. Academy Best Pictures and <laughs> the Sandlot. And the Sandlot. <laughs> Hey, bro. Hey, I still like no the Sandlot. No shame. I love the Sandlot. <laughs> like I'm I said, not... it'd be my number one of kids' movies. <laughs> I'm not taking that back. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's let's run through our honorable mentions real quick. Ray's uh, going to have like all these classics like you know, Raging Bull, <laughs> The Wrestler, Rocky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, okay, so Jacob, what are uh, your honorable mentions? Um my next five, honestly, could all easily be in my top five. Right. I mean, we go through this pretty regularly, especially with our number four and fives usually. Yes. But like, so I've got Rudy here, which Rudy is a classic. It is. Uh, I, did we even have a football movie, any of us, in our top five? Strangely enough, no. I mean, this is really the only good football movie that it's I've prob- ever seen. Well, there's, uh, there's a couple uh, other ones. The uh, Brian Denzel Song Washington. And- I've never seen Brian Song. Oh, you got to see Brian Song. I've heard the I've longest heard yard. Great. The original Brian, uh, Longest Yard. I actually thought the second Longest Yard was pretty good, too. So, never mind. There are some good football movies. <laughs> Remember the Titans is what you were trying to think um, of. Remember the Titans is yeah. also pretty decent. You know, yeah. Left side, strong side. Yeah. So there's some good moments yeah. in that, too. But Rudy, it's got to be the best football movie, right? Uh, I would argue Rudy or Brian's song. Oh, Brian's song. I keep forgetting about the Brian song. Yeah. Argument. That's supposed to be really good. I just yeah. never saw it. Um, I got a money ball here. Uh, yeah, I know you're big. I, I expected that to make. I, I, love, I thought that might be on your list. I love money ball, but it's more so the statistics behind the game. Yeah. Uh, which is that is such a big part of baseball. Oh, yeah. Um, but because it wasn't so athletically based. Yeah. As some of these other characters or stories. That's why that's it off. Yeah. Um, but it, and I think honestly, I don't think I could put it above these other five movies. No, and that's why it's anyway. I like your other five more. Uh, I do have Warrior. I thought, but that was kind of like that fine line it of was. like the whatever movies. But Warrior was a just like Creed, a very pleasant surprise. It I was. don't really care much for MMA. You Me know, neither. I don't and, either. And, and that sort of that that style of fighting. But this was a, just a situation where it was a great story, great acting. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy was good. And and again. Really, really well done. And Nick Nolte. I mean, just totally uh, caught us off guard. He was the best. He was, yeah, he was the best. Um, we've ever. talked about that before. We've texted about Warrior. And, yeah. uh, I, mean, I love how that good movie. it was. I also love that it has uh, the national uh, music playing throughout yeah. it. So that was a nice little nod. A League of Their Own. I love A League of Their Own. I knew that was going to get yeah. you. You've, you've, you've mentioned movie. League of Their Own like every <laughs> other podcast. So I thought that might make your list. Maybe like two other times. <laughs> but, I mean, do y'all not like that movie? Oh, or I like it. Do you it. think it's like hokey I, at all? Or? Uh, 
No, I don't think it's hokey. This sounds terrible. Brandon hates movies about women. I'm not going to say go that far, but I will say it's a movie about women and all about women. But my favorite <laughs> but character. But it would have been better. But my favorite character was the only male character. Tom Hanks' character was my favorite character. But this is a situation where it works, though, a story about women. I agree. No, I agree. One, because it's based off of true events. I know it might be a stretch in a way, but it's still based off of true events. Um, but uh, I, I thought it was really, I mean, gosh, it's, it's a lot of it. It's a comedy. It is. And another, if you if you have Tom Hanks as your only favorite character in it, like you didn't like John Levitz in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty classic. Yeah. Well, okay, my two favorite characters uh, are both men. Was he going to give his wife a pickle tickle? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was Did great. you like it, Rachel? i never seen it, actually. Oh, what a shame. I it's gave a it funny an eight. one. It's I, really I funny. I gave it an eight out it's of ten. It's a good but baseball yeah. movie. Brandon would have liked it more if the men would have started a league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just know like Tom Hanks plays a drunk and he's got to manage these women, so just picture drunk Tom Hanks dealing with a bunch of women. It's pretty comical. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fun story. Uh, Bull uh, Durham. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say pretty much the comment, there's no crying in baseball completely ruined that movie for me. I was like, really? I don't want to watch a bunch of oh, girls a, be that's one of the mo- that's probably irritating. Like, I'm pretty sure that's on AFI's like most uh, you know famous line. Oh, it's a, it's a huge famous line, but I'm just like, oh, so a oh, bunch of girls are acting girly and playing baseball. Not interested. Trust me. When you see the scene, you'll get it. It's, it's yeah. totally worth it. Yeah. Because Tom really- Hanks chews her ass out. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> um, Bull Durham. Durham, uh, and I, I mean, love Bull Durham. I could easily have squeezed that into. It's just such a fun, good said. baseball movie too. Because Kevin Costner is like just badass. Yeah, man. he was man. Late eighties, early nineties, Kevin Costner. <laughs> he is. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm going to fly through these other ones real quick though. I got Raging Bull, uh, Major League, The Sandlot. I do have Hoosiers because Hoosiers was a great. Bas- it's probably the yeah. best ba- basketball movie to me. Yeah. But I also have <laughs> White Man Can't Jump Here. One. Yeah, uh, and then I did have the wrestler, but it's more so because Aronofsky's direction what made that movie amazing. Yes, and of course, Mickey Rourke was good too. I love. I wrestler was a consideration for my top five. Yeah, that. and uh, I did put the color money on here, but because of what we talked about, I mean, I don't look as pool chess, you know. You know yeah, I don't. It's more of a skills game. Yeah, as it'd be like to, including like spelling bee movies almost. <laughs> I kind I mean, of agree. I mean, yeah. I, so it's more of a mental kind of, and yeah. I and I don't put it on the same level as golf. Golf to me is a physical sport, and of course I played golf my whole life, so that's why I'm <laughs> partial. But then I don't know if chess. I would put like uh, what, are, what are all the cheerleaders movies called? Bring it on! Bring it on! Uh, yeah. It's on my honorable mentions, bro. <laughs> all right, well now I'm done. <laughs> Rachel, what are your honorable mentions? <laughs> Do you even want to know? Yes, kind yeah, of. This, this should be good for a good laugh. I did have Moneyball on mine. I also had the Water Boy. <laughs> I had the water, the water boy, boy on my. I didn't even think about the water boy. Um, I'm gonna leave that one maybe off no. completely. Um, tell us. I'll I'll save it till the end. Okay. Uh, I have Goon on my list, which was an underrated. Goon was awesome. Yeah. Goon was great. It's uh, actually a great Goon hockey be on my, on my movie. Missions. Yeah, that's a great hockey movie. Uh, I love. It, it was Goon. a lot of fun. I yeah. did have the wrestler. I actually really, really, really like the wrestler. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So um, did I. Uh, White men can't jump. Yeah. I did have Warrior on my honorable mention, Sherry McGuire, Rocky, Field of Dreams, The Damned United, which nobody has brought up. It's a soccer movie. I totally forgot about The Damned United. Uh, I thought it was really good. Definitely not good enough to make my top five, but I enjoyed it a lot. Are there any good soccer movies? Is that the... I never heard of that one. It's got Michael... Shannon? Shannon. Sheen. Sheen. I can't... I was going to say the wrong one. Uh, It's got Michael Sheen in it. And it's fairly... Probably like, what, 2000... 
11, yeah. 2012, somewhere The only other soccer movies I can think of are like Bend It Like Beckham and Green Street Hooligans. Yeah, this is like a real, it was like a drama. Oh, that's and cool. Invictus. That's rugby, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's rugby. Cut that out later. Uh, then, nope. Uh, the one I wasn't, get, Ladybugs, whatever. I love Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, the Rodney Dangerfield movie. Yeah, just be happy it didn't take my top five. Hey, okay. <laughs> I had a, a really, really huge obsession with Jonathan Brandis, who nobody knows who he is I don't anymore. Know who that is? Exactly, but he was really huge when I was a kid. Huge. Yes, he, he was, was on the cover. Rachel. Yes, he was, he was on the cover huge. of every Tiger Beat, Teen Beat, Bop magazine that there was, and I can prove so it because I younger... still have all of them. I recognize this kid. So among among people my age, he was He's huge. Not alive anymore. No, Did you know that? he killed himself. Okay. That's a real downer. Brandon, let's talk about your <laughs> honorable mentions. My honorable mentions go like this. Uh, here's ones that were really close to making the list that didn't quite make it. Little Giants. Emmett Smith is in that movie, and it features Dallas Cowboys going against the Giants. Might have made my list had the Cowboys won, but the Giants won. Screw them. <laughs> well, it's called uh, Little Giants. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, the Cowboys were like the good team in it, but the Giants like rallied together. Uh, <laughs> teen Wolf. Yeah, Technically okay. a sports a movie. movie. Technically yeah, a sports true. movie. I never really watched Teen Wolf except for once. Oh, it's awesome. I didn't grow up on it like a lot of people did. Yeah, I so, loved it. And of course, I'm a big Michael J. Fox that. fan. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. Yep. Thunderstruck. Come on. Yes, uh, right. The Wrestler was really close to making my list. And then my last one that was, I had it on my list originally, but I took it off because uh, I've only watched it twice and I probably won't watch it again, but it's a great movie. It's a documentary, Hoop Dreams. Uh, yeah. It's a basketball movie uh, chronicling the lives of two inner city kids it's who awesome uh, try to make it as pro NBA players, and it kind of follows their lives. It's, I I remember as a little kid watching Siskel and Ebert reviewing this movie, and them saying it was the best movie of the year, one of the best documentaries they've ever seen, one of the best sports movies they've ever seen. And even as a little kid, I was like, I need to watch this movie, and it is. It's regarded as the best documentary of all time. Yeah. It is, and um, you, it's really surprising. But it's a darn good documentary. Honestly, yeah. I, I I've only seen it uh, twice, and it's been a long time. Yeah, and I didn't remember enough to talk about it because right. I ran, I ran across it while doing some research. Because another one I really liked was Undefeated, that one yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, um, but then I just kind of decided I couldn't bring up Undefeated and not bring up Hoop Dreams, so I right. just left documentaries yeah. out. Yeah, it's a really good documentary. Undefeated is really cool. I totally forgot about Undefeated. That was a great yeah. movie too. Uh, then I'll I'll blaze through these. Bull Durham, uh, Hoosiers, The Natural, Eight Men Out, Any Given Sunday, Warrior, Happy Gilmore, Brian Song, Chariots of Fire, The Longest Yard, Space Jam, Sea Biscuit, The Hustler, Rush, Kingpin, hilarious, Dodgeball, hilarious, The Fighter, The Waterboy, Goon, Bring It On, and She's the Man. Kingpin. Oh, there's a couple of I want to bring up. So Kingpin, awesome. Yes, um, that, it's a hilarious, a Fairly yes, Brothers movie. It's hilarious. It's a lot better than Big Lebowski. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then I know that I know that you said um, Rush, which Rush. I thought was a really kind of underrated movie. As it well. was it came out last year. Yeah, it was movie. really good. Um, it's a good call. There was one other one you said that was Dodgeball really good as well. Um, no, it's um, what's Eight Men Out? She, I never heard. She's of it. the man. <laughs> Eight Men Out's a really good as a base. It's a it's about the uh, Black Sox, the White Sox scandal uh, when they threw the World Series way back in the day. I mean, it probably came out. It came out right about the same time as Filled the Dreams, late eighties, early nineties. I don't know anything about it. Oh, you got to watch it. Oh, it's the Fighter. Good That's another good boxing. Yeah, movie. yeah, the Fighter is really really good too. Good list. Um, thank you. Um, Sports movies are fun. You know what's funny? Um, one that didn't come up that 
I'm kind of surprised, but I just don't remember very well. It's the, um, well, two of them. One, the rookie, and the other one is the uh, Kurt Russell hockey coach one. Miracle. Miracle. Yeah. I, they both, I remember, were inspirational. Well, I, I did like the rookie a lot, but, yeah. But I remember Miracle comes up on a lot of lists. I remember it being does. like, because it's an inspirational story yeah. and all that, but do y'all remember it very the much? The story itself is interesting, but I never saw the movie. You didn't? Uh, see, do you, do you remember the movie, Brandon? Oh, I remember it. I mean, it, it's fine. I, it was fine, and I love Kurt Russell. Right. And the story is, you know, I, I think for me what it is, like, you know what's going to happen, and the rush of the Americans beating the Russians, that's what it is. Right. And you can't relive that. I don't think in the movie. I don't. I don't think for me at least. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. But the Russia was watching it live. I think in the moment of actually defeating them. And did you kind of want Kurt Russell to be a cowboy, <laughs> <laughs> a sheriff? Yeah, um, it was a good movie. I felt like it was a little heavy-handed. Yeah. What about Mister Alaska? You didn't bring that up either. I did. I know. I totally forgot about it. I do love me some Mister Alaska. I thought, I thought you might. That's a good Russell Crowe hockey movie. Good choice. All right. That is our favorite sports movies of all time. Uh, as always, we get flooded with a lot of uh, comments and messages, but we always love to hear from you. So be sure to, <laughs> so be sure if we left some of your favorites out or you agree or disagree with our list, be sure to tell us on our Facebook page. Uh, follow us on Facebook. We are Hope Fliction. Nope. We are Hope Fliction. <laughs> and nothing but professionals. <laughs>